Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Morris Podcast. It's been a busy morning, John. I'm Tyler. Over there is John. Hi. That's me. It has been a busy morning. We've been staring at each other on this screen for like now like three hours, and we have to be like, hey, John, nice to see you. Oh, been great. good to see you again. You know what I love? Remote video calls for fucking half a day. <laughs> Always. It's been good. We've, it, we, we've been really productive. Just for you guys. Just for you guys. Guys, we've been doing a lot of exciting things. We've been doing a lot of new video content, very focused content. We're trying to tune up our ship so we can help you keep your ship afloat. And I think it's been, uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff that we've been learning and putting together on the messaging, communication side, video, like really how to get engagement when you're making videos and stuff. And it has been, I think, just really impactful. Like we're already, see, we see a lot more action now. Things, it's, it is a, it is a real, what's the word, expression of the thing we're going to talk about today on the podcast, which is you need to invest in skills that will actually make you money, not mm -hmm. just the skills that are whatever, like what, you know, whatever your craft is, right? This is a, um, if you're a carpenter, becoming a good carpenter is important, right? But like knowing how to balance your checkbook and making sure you can pay your bills and talk to people is probably going to make you more successful if you own a carpentry business than being the best carpenter, even in your own business. Well, because at some point you're already a good enough at what you do. The problem is it can be really intoxicating learning and just yeah. staying in this constant state of learning to the point where you kind of forget, Oh, I don't have to be like poor in order to be the best at whatever it is that you do. The biggest, this is the biggest problem. It's a problem, by the way. The biggest problem I see in the fitness industry is business owners and coaches, because a lot of times you're also a coach, right? Gym owners and coaches spending way too much time, money, and energy learning about coaching and learning about movement and learning about training. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things, but I'm saying there's a very disproportionate ratio between how much money you're spending on learning how to teach a squat or how to teach Olympic weightlifting when compared to the biggest problem in your life, which isn't that you don't know how to teach a squat. The biggest problem in your life and business most likely is that your business isn't doing very well or not as well as it should be, or it's not growing. You know, if you, if you, if, if you want, if a client wants to lose weight, you, what are you going to tell them? Well, come hire me and I'll teach you how to lose weight, right? That works. Your business doesn't fucking working for you. And you think I should get better at pull-ups. Like it's, it's, it's a complete inversion of what the actual thing that's going on. And I'll tell you, I'll go, I'll take it one step further. I believe that coaches and gym owners are using that as a distraction and hoping that they can keep this very narrow view, keep blinders on and just focus on, just focus on the craft, just focus on the craft. I'm just going to focus on my craft. My craft is coaching. My craft is coaching and just distract yourself by it completely. And in the end, what you have is you're real fucking good and you're broke still. So what are you talking about here? If your goal is to get better, to make your business grow, and you spend zero time, money, and, and learning resources on developing skills to actually grow your business, then you've kind of got what you fucking deserve. And that is the truth. 
Quit hiding in your business, quit hiding in coaching, quit hiding in this shit because you actually need to get good at the thing that's going to put money on the table. By the way, if you're making enough money, fine. I don't care, right? That That's no problem. But if you wish you were making more money and you don't even, and people don't even bother, don't even bother. I see it all the time. I see coaches that don't even make asks for their services on their personal or their business's social media. You don't even tell people what you do. And then you wonder why you don't make any money. It's maddening. So guys, learning is a wonderful thing. You should learn movement. You should be good at this. You should be good at the thing that you do. By the way, you don't have to be great at it, but you also need to put resources into like, how, how can I attract people? How can I talk to people? Can I learn how to sell? Does my pricing structure suck? Should I be presenting my services in a way that maybe allows people to do a better job? There's all these other bases that should be covered. Not, you know, oh, I learned this chasing cute novelty exercises to validate yourself or to be like a wizard in one movement thing in one class or with one client. Hey, you can always have that stuff in your back pocket. Always chase a little bit of education, but it is a colossal waste of your fucking time if you're broke. Well, it's even more dangerous because of the fact that the culture of learning is with once you get sucked into that, it actually pulls you in deeper because it seems to be this self-fulfilling prophecy and propping up where it's the deeper you get into the culture of like, we're learning, we're experts, we're really smart, and we continue to chase those, whatever makes us smarter. Wisdom. It's the wisdom, <laughs> that wisdom concept also points its nose up at making money. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a weird thing where it's, you have to make sure that you're looking back and saying, what was my goal in doing this? Did I start becoming a coach or becoming a gym owner because I wanted to be the smartest person in the room or because I wanted to help people because it's a trap because every time you learn something, it's, I can use this to help people. The problem is if all you're doing is spending your time trying to find people that want to work with you because you're really smart, you're going to help what 10% of who you could help. How many coaches do we yeah. see Tyler that are always positioning themselves as I know what's wrong with you. I can fix Reach out to me and I can fix you. It is the most fucking pretentious thing and guys you learned it you learned it from your coaches who were teaching you about movement it's a different strategy they're teaching you about movement hey there is a problem with how that person's moving you're a coach you thought there's someone with how that person's moving too you're right i want to know what's wrong with that person but when you take that information and use it in any capacity other than while you're standing next to a person who has already paid you for your services Mm -hmm. You take, you use that information, any capacity beyond that moment while you are coaching, you sound like the fucking worst person in the room and nobody wants to do business with you. It's a fact. I'm sorry. Like I'll be the bad guy for telling you this, but the more, you know, great. The more you talk about what you know, you suck. People are very turned off by it. They hate it. That idea. Hey, there's something wrong with you. I know what's wrong. No, tell them what's wrong with them. I tell literally let's relate to them. Tell them right now what's going on, but you can't, you can't, we use all these vague terms and it sucks. It's the worst. So you cannot take these things that you learned in your, let's just call it 
movement dork school, right? Like, like you cannot take that stuff and apply it to marketing. Because when you do, you're going to get exactly what you have now. Is people just not showing up. And this isn't a problem for everybody, by the way. There are, and the problem is people want to, when you want to learn about movement, right? Just like John said, they'll scoff at the other people who are others getting people in and they're just running people through this little course or like, you know what I mean? Like short-term shit, short-term progress, gimmicks and fads and all that stuff. It's like, right. Yeah. So don't do that. Just don't do that, but at least be better at the business thing. And, and the real thing is though you are neglecting your business so that you can make yourself feel like you're smart. And I was having a, we, we do a, a little bit of work here with some like martial arts and MMA gyms and things like that around. We've got two or three that we kind of touch base with on a regular yeah. basis. One of them was telling me the other day that he really, really hopes, he really, really thinks that the business will turn up when he goes for, when he finally gets up to, to his black belt, that then that's when business will turn up. And I couldn't, it broke my heart. I couldn't tell the guy, nobody who's coming in to start jujitsu from scratch gives a fuck that you're only a purple belt. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Like, like if you walk in, you go, I want to learn how to do jujitsu. And it's like, well, I mean, I'm like, how that's not even. So I want you guys to understand that that is a psychology that you possess. If you're the coach who spends no time getting better at how to sell your business, how to present, how to do any of this stuff. Um, and you just keep learning is you're going, I hope I get my black belt and then a magic light shines down from the sky and everybody can finally see my gym and wants to join. It's not how it fucking works. It's just not. And so you've got to stop that. It is, it is a delusion that you will chase and then you will get so good at coaching that you will speak on a level that nobody, and because you've never connected with people in the process, nobody at all will give a shit about how smart you are. And this is what, this is the inevitable, the inevitable end of this is you're a brilliant genius that nobody wants to fucking listen to because you're so off-putting. Now, don't be that guy. I want to cut him some slack. If you are hearing this and feel very triggered and feel like you're being attacked, one, you are. Two, it's not your fault. There is a big part of this where it goes way beyond fitness. And we've all learned this a little bit where it's no one's thinking once you get your level two cert that now that means people are just going to come flocking to the gym because you're a level two coach. Or once you get your NASM or your NASM certification, now everyone's going to want to hire you as a personal trainer. You've learned that. But it's, it's way bigger than the fitness industry. Because think about the university system in the United States. My whole life, we were taught, you need to go to school so you can get a good job. And the reality is there's a lot of job applications out there that want to see that you have a bachelor's degree. They want to see that you have a master's degree or a doctorate. It's like these little levels, milestones that you have to have achieved in order to be able to get access. But understand that it's universities, if they're going to market for you to go to the university and attend that college, they don't say, we have the smartest of smart people here and you'll be super smart if you come here and you can get your degree. If they want to market, they're showing like the city and the college, the sports team 
and everything else to get you to attend has nothing to do with how smart you can be. And yet the problem is when we think about how the university system works, it's that you get addicted to just learning while you're there. And how many people went and got their degree and left university and realized that nobody actually gives a shit? It's how many years of experience you have. And if you've been hiding at the university your whole life, you're at a significant disadvantage. I know, I know so many people who got student loans and got a degree and then realized they couldn't make enough money to pay off those student loans. And so what they do after that is they go, well, I better go get my master's degree because at the very least I can spend another two or three years not paying student loans while I just take out more student loans. Right. And then at that point, maybe then I'm going to have like enough money income. I'll be like more marketable and then I'll be able to afford it. And you keep trying to get over this intellectual hump when what you have is a fucking income burden that you need to get, that you need to get solved. And that is a piece that I think a lot of gym, gym owners and coaches, coaches specifically chase this stuff. And it just makes you less smart. It makes you literally makes you less marketable. If you think it's the only thing you need to get good at coaching, you should, you should learn from many different people. If you get stuck in one system, you're just going to end up being a parrot. You're just a conduit for that system's information. You don't even exist. And a lot of them don't even think have half an understanding. I see it. You see it in a lot of those programs. These people are in the thing and they think they know and they don't do any of the calls. They don't do any of the homework. They don't do any of the exercise. They don't do fuck all, but you think you're in the club. That ain't how it works, dude. You didn't learn anything. You're doing the stuff wrong. You still are. And you're acting like an expert and you're fucking up at that. So just stop it. Okay. Learn, be good, but you should do it by working with people. And right. that's the important difference. So, so do your learning, do your education, get out there and work. But if your business isn't working, it's not because of how much you know about exercise. I promise. I would guarantee you I could take somebody right now who knows nothing about exercise, zero things. And in a month with some business coaching and some of the most basic things, you choose exercises that are easy to coach. You could have a system that is profitable, probably more profitable than the biggest fitness dork forever learner people out there, to be honest with you. So that's what you're up against. You don't have to be bad at it to be profitable, but you don't have to be such a fucking genius that nobody cares about what you have to say because you're talking way over everybody's head. Just stop. The big issue I have though, it's not that learning inevitably sucks. It's where they're allotting their learning resources. Yeah. So I don't care. Don't pay us. Don't do our thing. I don't, I don't, that doesn't sound a big deal for me. Right. But my concern is this endless money pit that people are spending on learning about movement, learning about all this other thing, injury present prevention is all important, but your business is your problem. All of these coaches that we were talking, that we've talked about over the years, John, that we've talked to in person, even when we were in the fitness education space, what was their biggest problem? It wasn't that people were getting hurt and they didn't know how to fix it. It wasn't, it wasn't that they didn't really know their biggest problem was I really want to grow my business. I want to yeah, be able to help people better. I want, I want to help more, more people. I want more members. I always, I want more members. I want more members. So many of them, I've, I've followed lots of these people, consider some of them friends, but so many of them have spent now the last five years or so, five years, six years, uh, never <laughs> posting on their social media, trying to ask about a service. Hire me. I do the thing. Put yourself up. They don't do that. And they have not done any business coaching on trying to actually grow the thing, but spent an, inev like an endless 
vacuous pile of money onto learning and learning and learning and learning a skill that they never apply. That is the definition of a thing we've talked about of you're trying to swim, learn to swim on a table, right? That's a piece we talked right. about back in the day, right? You're learning to, you, you think you learn to swim on a table? No. Okay. You're doing all this movement stuff on a computer and video calls. Great. Cool. And now nobody wants to do business with you because you haven't figured that part out. You never got into context of what it means to be a good coach, which is to make people want to be coached by you, dude. What are you doing? You hit the nail on the head a little bit ago. This should be the stuff that you're doing with the people that are already with you. They're in your community. They're already a client of yours. Now, all of your fitness guru, guru, dork knowledge, which is awesome, can now be applied and it makes total sense. Because now you can bulletproof fucking every single person that's in your business. However, that skill does not apply, like you said, to your marketing. How you get people to come to you is not that. It's two different skill sets. And right now, yeah. again, the swimming, the swimming, learning to swim on a table, it's when you're talking about trying to attract new people and bring new people into the business, it's being 100% neglected. Oh, yeah. So you guys are neglecting. By chasing the other thing, you're neglecting the thing that you actually need, which is you need to get better at the business, whatever it is. Start by communicating. There's basic strategies we work with, with with a lot of people, which is, I don't know, have you tried asking people to hire you? Have you told people what they can do? Have you just, have you made a post this week? Like, hey, I'm a personal trainer. Here's what I'd like to help you do. Have you done a call to, like, reach out if you want to work with me. I'm telling you, I've worked with the, uh, there's a lot of these coaches, John. They don't ever tell people that they're coaches. It is, it's the, by definition of being a pretender, you're being, you're burying yourself in your phony little expertise and you don't fucking do it and you should be embarrassed. That's not everybody. It's not everybody, but it is a lot. And that is the thing that happens in the fitness education space too, though. You know, CrossFit popped up and a lot of people came into coaching because it was frankly very accessible to become a CrossFit coach. I think at the time it was only 500 bucks. I think when I got mine, I think for my sure. uh, level one. But it's like, boom, 500 bucks for that, a few thousand for an affiliate, boom, everybody's coaches, everybody owns gyms, which meant there was this huge void. We're like, man, you guys are bad at this. So lots of people came in. Vultures yeah. came in, some with good intentions, some not. Some were, was just about themselves being smart. And then you took their advice and you just became another person parroting stuff that somebody else said. But you never got good at actually attracting people and you need to start. There's a lot of business coaching that came in in that space that was good. There's a lot of people that had good systems said, you know what? You need to lean on systems. You need to lean on processes. You can be a good coach, but there was vultures came in in the coaching space and vultures came in in the fit in the business space. They weren't all vultures, but there was a lot and it can be disorienting. So what I think a lot of people did was they just found one or two things that they attached to that they, that they were able to trust and they just stayed in that pocket forever. But again, if you need to lose weight, what are you going to do? You're going to eat a little less. You're going to work out a little bit more. You're going to move a little more. That's it, right? If you're not making enough money in your business, you're going to spend money to go learn about the thing that doesn't that has nothing to do with whether people come to your business. It's fucking insane. It's crazy. So if you're not spending any money or any, or not even money, by the way, time. How much time are you spending? 
trying to figure out how to get better at business. How can I attract people and objectively do it? Get your ego out of the way. Cause it hurts. Be like, I'm sitting here being awesome all the fucking time. I'm being awesome. I'm being great. I'm smart. I'm being condescending like Tyler is on his podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do all that stuff. And yet people aren't just beating down the door to work with me. Cause I want to tell them what's wrong with them. It doesn't fucking work, dude. It doesn't work. What do they want? Learn to connect with your clients, learn to connect with, them the ones that don't even exist yet that's the thought exercise you can be doing really like oh what what see that guy walking down the street like what would it take to get him into a gym who could i be to him they would get him there what could i say that would connect with where he's at compassionately in a welcoming way the biggest thing is that it's not welcoming a lot of the messaging i'm seeing and that is one of the first things we've helped mm-hmm. we've had a i won't go into specifics we have a guy we've worked with who's done great job lately and by that point of emphasis really was one of the most recent ones we worked on is just be welcoming sit just be welcoming we don't got to be good you don't even got to tell them you're good stop trying to tell them you're good be welcoming just be welcoming like hey guys it's fun come on check it out like it's cool that mm-hmm. stuff goes so much further than any specific stuff you want to have or any specifics you want to throw at clients, at potential clients. It's great, but you need to be welcoming. You need to be accepting and you need to work on that. What is your messaging like? John and I, we've had a lot of things that we've done within this business. And what we've done very recently, like we said in the beginning, is video coaching. Because we do a lot of video. We're already making a lot of video. It is a part of our content strategy. But instead of just clipping stuff out of here, we want to be more deliberate. So we start paying to run ads, right? That's the inevitable conclusion. You, you guys have a plan? You don't. Oh, you don't have a plan. You're just wondering why it's not working. Then that's on you. But we have a plan. So the plan is let's get better at the content. Let's focus. Let's keep making content. And we keep tuning it up. Once the content's purposeful, then we go in and we start running ads. We run ads to the things offered. And then we start helping people. And as we start helping people, the money grows and you make more ads. That, that's how it works. Right. That's a, that, guys, that's a plan. What is your plan? Is your plan to tie your, you know what I mean? To like wander around looking at flowers while everything's burning to the fucking ground around you. Cause that ain't it, man. It's just not it. You got to do something that's relevant to the problem you're trying to solve. And that's the biggest issue I think with this stuff is learn about movement, learn about exercise science is really not that useful because that's not the problem you need to solve. The problem you need to solve is that your business is sinking or <laughs> stagnant because stagnant in a business is sinking. Death. Yeah. It's, it's either you get better or you get worse, right? You never stay the same. And the idea yeah. is within your business, you have to evolve. This is why oftentimes you'll see really large organizations or publicly traded companies in the United States or globally. It's they'll have a CEO that'll get them to a certain point. And then that CEO will be fired or will leave mm-hmm. because whatever their skill sets were that got the business to that point are no longer needed. That's why the CEO was hired in the first place. They had a very specific set of skills that could get them to that point in the business. Now it's time for that person to leave and for another person that's going to help take the business to the next step. My guess is, most of you gym owners or personal trainers that have your businesses aren't really interested in getting fired from your business so somebody else can come in and do it better or take it to the next step, which means you have to be able to evolve. Your business in the very beginning, if you don't know how to coach, you probably should figure out how to do that if you're going to start coaching people mm-hmm. so you don't kill someone. But once you get to that level, 
it's time to evolve. If you stay stuck, just like you said, Tyler. So the next step is this. And that's the really where you have to honestly step back and look and say, have I been doing what's necessary to evolve to the next step that my business needs? And that's pretty honest. If you step back, I, I bet there's some, some simple things that you can look at that if you aren't doing business-wise, it can be pretty obvious. I know the big one that we always ask folks, Tyler, is do people know what you offer in your business? Like, do they know what the services are that you have? Can you honestly say, if you asked a member of your gym? Yeah, and not only that, how often do you ask them? Because here's the thing, if you think you sent an email out this month about the supplements you got on the shelf, that you're good, you're wrong. What is the open rate of that email? What percent? How, uh, of your 100 members, how many of them open that email? 10? 15? Was it 20? Okay, well, it's 80 people that didn't see that email. So do you know what you do next month? You shoot it out again. You try to be a little, little more clever about it, but you do something, right? Just make the ask. By the way, ask in person again. You need to take a multi-pronged approach. We do this all the time in trying to follow up with leads, right? You do you allow people to reach out via text, via email, via phone call, whatever. You let them go right in there. You see the little chat support on some of those services. It's great, right? It, whatever it is, it gets you moving forward on the problem you're trying to solve quicker, quick, quickly, or quicker, Qu quickly ain't no word, is it? Shit. Shit. Anyway. Today it is. <laughs> but 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 you need to be repetitive, and in a business. You need to be more repetitive than you think, right? Nobody gets, no, nobody gets all butthurt because McDonald's has I'm loving it everywhere or because they saw Burger King. It was like, what's Burger King doing with this have it your way shit? I saw that on the last commercial or mm -hmm. it's on this side. Not like, no, that's not what it is. Like, like you're going to see, you're going to see the Whopper from Burger King 500 times between now and the next time you buy one, if there is, that's sure. the point. So if you're trying to get good, it doesn't mean blast them out and be shitty. So be better. Figure out how you can do it better. And that's mm -hmm. a really, really, really important thing, John, is that you got to be asking. That's, that's one of the things that I miss. There's a lot of coaches out there who are posers because they don't ask. You're too ashamed. You're, are, you too, are you too busy? Oh, then you must be making lots of money. Cool. Then you don't need any help, right? Right. But if you're real busy and you're not making enough money or you're not busy, you don't have enough clients or you don't have enough profitable clients. I see a lot out there that never, I mean, never try to promote their own services or their own businesses, even organically for free because you're too afraid of making an ask. And that's a big, 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 big problem. That's my biggest red flag. Coaches that are in coaching groups and that are learning and learning and learning. And I never see them offer their services to people. Matter of fact, I never see them coaching anybody either pretenders don't be a fucking pretender just don't stop learning start earning at that, that, I, like you know that. I mean at that point th there's a level where like like endless learning just makes you a dork dude at some point get off your ass and get out there and apply it if you're not applying your education you're just on a very fast track to being a very condescending person well you're just an employee i mean honestly yeah. if I'm you think so about it yeah Right. If that's if you just learn, I mean, why is it the only reason why you have to have a master's degree or a bachelor's degree to get hired into a company is because the motherfucker that is your manager decided that he has a bachelor's degree 
or she has a master's degree. So therefore you must be this tall to ride. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why it's there, but it's not so you can be a business owner <clears throat> or an entrepreneur. Think about the most successful fucking people on the planet that created their own businesses. They dropped out of goddamn high school. They didn't yeah. even graduate high school. And yet they learned how to do it by doing. And for me, again, just like you nailed, it's when you learn about the folks that really hustled and built things, it was churn and burn, fail quickly, but be constantly doing. And if you step back and you look at your business right now, if you're not constantly testing something to market, to try and generate interest, to see what people's feedback are, you literally are staying statically there, which means there's a, you know, yeah, the, just there's a thing that we that I've talked about in the past that is as a human being, your attention and your energy is probably the most valuable thing on the planet. Look out in the world. Look at how much your data is sold for. Look how much people's paid just simply advertise to you, right? Your attention mm -hmm. and energy is top commodity on earth at this point, right? So someone pays to see an advertise. You, you get an advertisement put in front of you 20 times in the next week for Nike shoes. Uh, in a couple months, that groundwork has come to fruition. You found a pair you like and you bought a pair of Nike shoes, but you didn't just buy it because of the ads. You didn't just buy it. You, that, the money that you used to buy it is money that you earned, right? Selling your time for money offering your services. There's a cascading effect. Your energy as a human being is very significant. The time you spend, I think, and it is important where you put that energy, right? It really, really, really is. So if you're trying to identify like, oh, I wish my business was doing better. And I'll ask you, write down 10 things you did this month to improve your business, not to operate it. Can you tell me 10? 10, 10 separate things because it should be a strategy. Did you try something new? Did you try something? Are you doing something with consistency that's proven? Are you asking for help? Are you paying to learn for those things? But if your business is not doing well and you're going to, oh, maybe I'm not wise enough or maybe I'm not enough of a fitness guru, then you're frankly completely swinging at the wrong pitch, dude. I don't know what to tell you. So now you're taking energy that could be helping the problem current problem that you're having is that it is not working for you business-wise. You're not making enough money and it's not because you're not good enough or wise enough or enough of a guru. It's because you're not putting any effort into making more money. You're thinking about it. You're complaining about it. You're wondering why it's not happening, but you're taking no action. And it's, and if, if, if you think all these times I'm saying you, and it feels like you, Okay, then it is, <laughs> but there's many of you out there. There is, it's a trap and it's not a trap that you're stupid for falling into. It's a trap. You're it's, it's a, it's a reason. The reason you fall into that trap is you're chasing, you fall, you're, you end up in that position because you're passionate and you care about doing the right thing. And that's how you ended up there, right? You want to be good at it. You want to be better at the other people who are disingenuous, who are misleading, who are snakes in the grass, who are slimy, who are tricking people and hurting people. You don't want to be that person. But you're not going to be, you, you don't have to be broke to not be that person. You can be successful. Matter of fact, if you're good, you should be even more successful. Right. But the fact is how much money you make, how much money you earn, your level of experience has no effect on it. Most clients, if you're doing your sales meetings right, won't even ask and won't even know, won't even care. They'll never, it doesn't come up. They'll how long never have you been ask. coaching? 
what it, it never comes up. And by the way, and if it does, you have met, already messed up that conversation. It's not because you got to keep that information secret. It's because it, they, they don't care. Uh, trust me, I've, we've, we've helped a lot of coaches. They don't care. Still to this date, currently our most successful personal trainer, earnings-wise, is our least experienced coach to date. And it gets better. Is producing statistically, weight loss-wise, numbers-wise, better results and the highest rate of customer satisfaction of anyone we work with. The results are jaw-dropping consistently. Clients are so happy. They're invested. And she's killing it, making an amount of money that if you spent 10 years learning too afraid to fucking ask anybody for a premium price for your services, it would make you sick to your stomach knowing how much money she can make by just having a nice conversation with somebody. Saying, you know what? I think I could help you do that. Let's go. Here's your choices. Like, it's, it's not that hard. And, I, and that, is, that's, that's, that is the proof that's in the pudding. And you really need to just... It's a paradigm. I hope I'm not coming across as too harsh in this conversation, but it's a paradigm. I need to, it needs to be broken out of the good ones. There's plenty it's of people that, that suck at coaching who should be convinced to do more coaching education. I think sure. every coach should also always be learning about that stuff. But if it's the only thing you're learning about and you're not making enough money, then you're going to get exactly in return what you deserve. It's important to note the reason why we know what we know about our most successful personal trainer is because she tracks all that data. Yeah. So we're asking for customer satisfaction. What does that look like? What has been their experience? All the tracking that comes with that is the system. And this is when we talk about what we do with gym hacking and what we do and what gym owners and personal trainers, what their lives look like before they start working with us. And after a big part of that is this tracking piece of being able to naturally build it into the system that the overall system of how to execute what we teach is so much easier than, than I think you'd ever think. Because sales is involved, because we're talking about making more money, the immediate feeling is that you have to become the slimy used car salesman sales person. And the fact is, is that if you know how to coach and you genuinely want to help people, you already have everything that you need. Now you just need to be able to put the steps together to execute on it. And just like you said, put in the time to now say, this is something I want to do. So if you're not an overlearning person who hasn't spent years and years and years just, you know, neglecting your business for the sake of learning fitness dork stuff, then don't worry about it. I wasn't talking about you. But if you are, all I got to do is, all I'm asking you to do is allot some of your time resources first to the other thing. Like really spend time on it. Most people actually aren't, if you're stuck in that situation, they're just not putting time. They're literally not giving themselves business tasks week to week. It's just not happening. You know, you're, you're operating, but you're not doing any business development tasks. So every week set aside, it doesn't have to be much, by the way, I like to go, I like to do 10 tasks a week that are development, that are progress, whether it's, I need to learn something about a thing. I need to reach out about something, whether it's reach out about supplement company that you're interested in, see what their program looks like, see how it works, get on a call with it. That's task one. You don't even have to make a decision about that, but that's one task. That's going to take you what, 30 minutes, maybe an hour, mm -hmm. right? But that is of high value because once you've solved that problem, you have now 
the next week you can go on implementation. All right, I'm going to get this plugged in. I'm going to shoot out an email. I'm going to get some, some images put up. That now you have, you're able to actively every week progress your business. And that may be about looking back on your social media posts and reflecting, what could I have done differently? Ah, this one didn't work. This one got shit engagement. This one, you read it back and yeah, you're right. That probably doesn't connect to our audience or that tone didn't work or nobody cares about that. Or who am I talking to? You know, always, always be critical of the things that you're putting out there. It's another task, right? You do your social media, you follow it up. Objectively, follow it up. What did I do wrong? And there's all sorts of other things that can be done other than sweeping your floor and learning how to fucking, you know, which muscle is which. Learn how to name all your muscles is real cool, but nobody cares. So what about sales? This is another piece, right? Once we get people in, if you have a team, even if it's two people, if it's you and one or two other coaches, or we have, you know, husband and wife teams, we have a few husband and wife teams that we work with, yeah. um, go over your sales process and do it once a week for 30 minutes. That's it. If it's just two of you, 30 minutes is all you need. Go in, sit down, walk through your sales process with a person. Say, okay, I'm this. They, they Let them just answer the questions. Let them go through receiving. You got to get those reps in. So um, those are the types of tasks I would like to see you guys start putting on there. So spend that amount of time doing that type of stuff. So let's get us wrapped up for today. Yeah, if you want to start making more money, and start being able to do these things, implement the exact same things that Tyler has laid out. Start with your 10 items and just start. If you've started, then you're moving in the right direction. And these are the exact things that we talk about inside of our group. You can yeah. join our Facebook group, go to community.hackyourgym.com. It's free. These are the things that we talk about and that we dive deeper into of every single topic that we produce in the podcast, we deep dive into the group and we're putting in further content. And this is where you can ask questions because for us, we love working with coaches and gym owners and personal trainers that are taking action. Yep. All right, guys. Oh, should we tell them? We won't tell them yet. Guys, we got a big thing coming up soon. If you want in, Shoot us a message. It's going to be cool. Some stuff where we can really take your gym, your system, and turn it around in a year. Like really, really, really. We'll work with you directly. We'll do the whole thing. We'll kind of do a monthly arrangement, but lots of stuff, everything from your messaging, your social media to very specifically offers. What we will hop on and do your sales coaching and training with you. We can help you with your staff. We can do all of that stuff as we start to transition your system and grow to a point where you're able to be very profitable, reallocate some resources to run an ads, and then poof, off to the fucking races. If that's something that sounds interesting to you, it's a lot of groundwork on your part. You're going to have to come in and do the work, but man, we can really show you how to do it. And if you're interested in really taking your business to the next level, shoot us a message. So thanks a lot for listening everybody. We'll see you next week.